We open this week to an apartment in the lodge. A screen is playing some news, some station that plays out to all of Alaska. A weatherman on the screen is talking about a, you know, a small storm blowing in. It's muffled in the background nearby. Someone talks. The only thing that we can see in screen right now is a person sitting in an armchair. Well, we can't see all of them, but we can see their arm in the background, the TV playing. As they're sitting there, the camera focuses in to their upper forearm, where we see a familiar symbol. Five bumps in his skin. He reaches down and scratches along it as the weather continues to play. He moves his arms away, he moves back, scratches it some more. And when he moves back away again, we can't help but notice that the skin around those five bumps is very irritated and looking like it's starting to burn. Welcome back, everybody, to RP Jesters. I am your handler, Sky Swanson. Because I need my hand help. And as always, I am joined by Miss Rachel Cordell. Oh, me first. Yeah. Oh. Change it up every week. Remedy. Gwen Adler. If I survive, then they survive. What a great way to start the episode. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Uh, Mr. Casey Reardon. Thomas Wittabane, a.k.a. Agent Rhino, looking for redacted, as well as a way out of this mess. (laughs) The bioluminescent Giannis Tintinzer. Ainsley Henderson Monroe, Agent Receiver, Transmitting, dot dash, dot dash dash, dot dash, dash dot dash. Ooh, that, that's an easier one. This is Morse yeah, code, right? You oh, you no. Get... No? <laughs> no. Some of those have been pretty easy. As, as somebody who has been deciphering, some of them have been pretty Ooh. easy. One of them was just Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> Which arguably was one of the harder ones because Ooh. I had to spell Spanish without, <laughs> just by hearing it. Oh, my goodness. Fair. Really and fair. Mr. Andrew Frost. Hi. Dave Stanford, but you might know me from my book, Sitting in the Shadows, a retrospective on the infamous Punxsutawney Phil incident of 1993. Oh, incident. I <laughs> thought you were going for industry, and I was like, that's weirder than the monster. Oh, it's actually terrifying, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just to keep on pumping them out. Oh, my goodness. Well, uh, do you guys want to hear a little recap? 
Yes. Please. We could just so, go home. We could just I, like fly out of Alaska. Out of you could just leave right now. I the tunnel is diner. still open. It's not spooky. Yeah. You guys haven't tried to leave through the tunnel. You don't know if it's open or not. Mm. Oh. That's not foreboding. Yeah. You don't know what happened if you try and left through that tunnel right now. Anywho, so much has happened since you guys have arrived in this town less than 24 hours ago. Our agents were activated by Delta Green, an agency that fights back against cosmic horror. They headed off to a town in Alaska to investigate a murder, an accident deemed to be the death of wild animals, one Jacob Smith and one Mackenzie Stout. There they met with local law enforcement, found themselves a place to stay, and met with a strange mortician, finding clues along the ways, embeddings under the locals' arms, strange glyphs, and other clues, confounding them at every turn. In our last episode, they ended up at the Starlight Diner. Inside of the diner, they discovered a passageway leading underground to a ritual chamber where they discovered a series of spells and rituals, one of them discussing how to summon something called a haunting horror, a servant of an elder god called Nyarthlatep. As the gang was examining things and discovered a secondary passage leading further underground, though, they heard the voices of Jackio and Alexandra entering the chamber. Rhino, in a desperate attempt to silence his weapon, carved a rune that he had discovered on a series of mining equipments, unfortunately failing a sanity check and rendering himself temporarily insane and striking out at Alexandra by shooting her in the shoulder. In the final moments, we witnessed Alexandra drag a knife along her husband's stomach, releasing some sort of creature that was inside of him. So, without further ado, we are going to enter a Delta Green combat here. Ladies and gentlemen, and all those in between. I just want to object oh, to uh, being confounded at every turn because I figured it out pretty much immediately. So I it's think just like, uh, you were pretty confounded at every. That's turn. just not me. You know, that's just not me. God. <laughs> <laughs> receiver has all the answers. Receiver yeah. knows. Uh, receiver. Receiver is... knew immediately. They saw those five markings. And went. That's Neanderthal, isn't it? If you yeah. if you take receiver and you translate it into Sumerian and then you translate it back using numerology, it actually spells. Near Vilafadep. <laughs> there was a translation not, error somewhere along the way. It's not meant for human. Yeah, tongues. it's just a misspelling. So the way that combat works in Delta Green is none of you guys roll anything. We just simply go by uh, the person with the highest dexterity score goes first. What is your dexterity, Rhino? My dexterity is ten. Thirteen. It'll be a twelve. Uh, twelve. I think we're both standing in the same spot too, right? Yeah. 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 She's turned facing me though, so theoretically her back's to them at this point, right? Because I yes. was hiding over by- They don't know we're here, yeah. Her back is to those three and she does not know they're there. Uh, both her and that strange monster, despite all of its eyes like flowing all over it right now and it's taking the vague shape of like a, of a, you know, a medium-sized dog basically- uh, their attention seems to be completely on you, Rhino. This is what I'm built for. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Isn't that such a great thing? <laughs> there yep. You go. I'm glad I failed that sanity check. I think it's kind of like uh, Rambler and I looking at each other, and I just pull out my gun and then look at look him in the eyes and look at my gun like, well, I have this. 
I'm just gonna look at her, look down at the lights, check my pocket, see my inhaler, and be like, just motion mm. that she can go right ahead. Oh, because you were you setting up the lights? Yeah, they're they're all set up already. I believe they're all set up already. Or I set up like some of them because there wasn't enough room. You were able to set up four of the lights. You do have that curtain in the way, though. So you will need to get someone to move aside that curtain, and then you will need to use sort of everyone on their turn gets one single action to do something, whether that is move, interact with an object, fire your gun, aim your object. Delta Green, yeah, it's very... Unless you unless you take some huge bone uh, penalty or do other like you can't even like move and do something, it's very yeah. tight, very tight. That's valid. It's, it's incredibly tight. I guess okay. what I'm thinking with both of us sitting there with the lights, you have most of them set up. Mm-hmm. If we if like I move the curtain and you turn the lights on, would that be a? Well, I'm also going before you guys, so yeah, I'm I'm gonna. Up to. Oh, yeah. okay. I mean, but but Rambler, is that, is that something you want to do? Because uh, I think that's a remarkably good idea. No, I think that's a good idea. All right, cool. So I guess technically me and then uh, Rambler would okay. be the order. Well, I'll just look at receiver and just wiggle her eyebrows a little bit. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, first one to go is receiver with the highest dexterity of 13. Yeah. So I had my pistol drawn. Can I just poke through the the tapestry and shoot or is it is it my turn to pull it open which is fine um i think you would be able to push through that tapestry and shoot yeah you will alert both alexander and the creature to your location though 100 percent. yeah that's fine uh it's a plus 20 percent if they don't know i'm here and an, yep and then i believe in i believe it's an auto crit target is active but when combat has not yet begun okay so uh combat has technically begun all right um so, so actually mine should have been a crit last week is what you're telling me uh actually yes uh she should have taken double damage from that so whatever damage you have marked um should uh, uh okay. d- times that by two all right yeah if we didn't do that because i honestly yeah, don't get remember the shadow if we did that or not we did not do that last we week. did not no, i, 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 I wasn't know that yep. rule right there so that is good yep. to know and thank yep. you for keeping me honest there yeah, mm-hmm. it was low. <laughs> Another, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, it was a low amount of damage. Yeah. Okay, so if I if I can't get the crit, um, I'm actually gonna just uh, you know, receiver's technical. She's smart. She understands what's going on. So she will actually just like pull the tapestry aside and kind of gesture for for Rambler to hit the lights. Okay, then you rip the tapestry aside there. Uh, still though, in this in the bit of chaos that's going on right now, Alexandra and. The creature do not notice, I'm going to say. Yep, that makes sense. Next up, the creature then goes. Yep. And it is going straight for you, Rhino. He's going to attempt to seize you, Casey. Uh, So let's see here. Get seized. All right, then. He has a 70% on this. Do that is I going get to, be... to dodge, or is that something that is on my turn? So the dodge thing, basically you have one action constantly, and the dodge action is something that you can do at any point. You just won't get an action on your turn that becomes your turn. I will say That's uh, okay. what the dodge I is. Will... Opposed dodge? Yeah. Oppose dodge skill check to avoid all HTH attacks until your next turn. So, yes, go ahead, roll your dodge. Okay, so it's opposed from your attack roll, I believe. Yes, you dodge first. Got it. I just have this mental image of Rhino doing, like, a perfect cartwheel. So am I trying to roll under what you roll? I'm confused about that. 
So if it's um, a pose test, if you both succeed, the higher roll uh, wins. Okay, I succeeded. Did you succeed? I did succeed. Okay, then. What a, I got an 18. <laughs> I got a 12. Wow. Oh, wow. I thought you were going to get away with that. All right. So the creature moves towards you as it, like, slithers and slides along the ground here. Again, it's about the size of a dog. Its form stretches and and contorts into other things. It's not even so much that it's, like, it's made of goop or anything like that. It is just becoming other things as it moves towards you. There's a moment where it has six legs. There's a moment where a jawline stretches all the way down its body, revealing rows and rows of gnarled teeth uh, before it lunges out at you and stretches, wrapping its body around you, and it starts to constrict. And you are going to take uh, six points of damage. Yikes. Oh, no. Uh, I think that's also a rule if you take more than five points of damage at the same time. Oh, no, you get like a broken limb. Everybody wave goodbye to Rhino. A second ago, you said that this is what you were built for. Yeah, I have a decent amount of health, but if I break a leg, then I can't get out of here. What what was your current HP before you took that damage, Rhino? It was max 14. Okay, so you're actually, because you're hardy enough, you don't get stunned, but that's what I was thinking of. If a single attack takes half of your current HP, you are stunned. Oh, okay then. Oh, okay. But you are so beefy that even a six damage attack, which is pretty, I mean, that would stun all of us, uh, mm-hmm. except for you. I told you I was before. This it's is not go. pleasant. But... See, even in its juvenile state, you can see the danger that this creature like possesses here. So this thing wraps around you, and instantly you feel a rib crack and break inside of you. That You've never felt quite a force like this, and you are face-to-face with this hissing, slobbering creature that is born out of your deepest nightmares here. I think the only thing Thomas is thinking is he's just thinking back to that nameless agent who was just consumed by the blob and this is what he literally is a moment like that you know it's it's exactly like that right now like in two seconds you'll be dead you know like part of him is probably like looking over towards everybody else like giving eyes of shoot me in the head because that's what that's what the other agent did it is it is a fate worse than death yeah uh rambler you are up uh i'm gonna flip on the light switch you flip the switch and rhino from your perspective you are like semi blinded in this moment as four high powered floodlights shine a huge beam into the room and light you up every follicle of detail on your face that the dark was hiding is now lit up and the creature begins to writhe and screech loudly instantly you see smoke and like just the worst smelling of like chemicals burning uh, start to emanate and flood off of this thing. And I am going to have Rambler, you are going to roll 4d6 worth of damage on it. Ooh. All right. All right. You were very smart to bring those lights with you. They are going to save your life. (laughs) Well, don't say that because... With with our luck, he's going to roll four ones. Oh, my God. If that happens, I'm going to laugh so hard. No, you know what? I did okay. How much did you get? It would be 12 total. 12 total? Okay. Below average. That makes sense. 
well below Whoa. average there <laughs> as this creature shrieks and writhes it takes enough damage where it falls off of rhino there and skithers back slightly uh getting into the shadow of where that podium is that was holding everything as it slinks back into the darkness you can see its eyes like running along it there remedy you are up so alexander she is still standing there right like she's still... she is standing there and she is caught in the floodlights and she is partially blinded in this moment by them as well. Gotcha. I'm going to step forward. Well, I can't really step forward, but story-wise, step forward and aim my pistol at her and tell her to get on the ground, I guess. I okay, wanna, then. I, I want to, I don't know. I don't want to kill her just yet. I don't know. Do we Do we want to kill her just what, now? Um, I don't think so. Do you want to take or... an action, or do you want to, like, prepare an action here? Yeah, that's that's. Um, I guess it's essentially. I'm preparing the action to shoot. Aiming is an action you can take. I want to tell her. I want her to get on the ground. I want to put her. Tell her to put her hands on the ground, basically. Okay then. So you. Uh, what does that sound like? It's just. It's just. I don't know. It's just hands on the yep. ground. <laughs> hands on the ground. <laughs> okay then. Yeah, you shout at her. Uh, next up is uh, Alexandra, actually, and she turns and she whips and she points her knife at you. And again, speaking with this, like, echoed tone to her, uh, she speaks to you now. And she's like, we will not be stopped by the likes of you. It does not matter if I fall. The ritual has already begun. And she is going to throw that knife at you. A flame mod warfare two over there? Uh, her throw knife is not very good. We're still going to take a chance here. She fails. The knife goes wide, but uh, in that moment, you can see her start to reach for something uh, else on, you know, behind her, basically. I will As shoot her. <laughs> sick dagger flies over. Uh, you took the aim action this I turn, know, but means, I will. Yeah. I will okay, then, shoot yeah. her. <laughs> All right. So your next attack, though, you will get a plus 20 to it. So that's going to be pretty great there. Mm-hmm. And next up and finally, Rhino. How I you used my action how already. You oh yeah, you used your <laughs> uh, action already dodge. to dodge, which you know. Waste. Uh, can I can I still call out and sure? Uh, I think seeing the knife being thrown and seeing all of well, the silhouettes of my companions in behind the the tapestry or whatever. Uh, yeah. He's gonna call out. Make sure the lights are covering the exits. We don't want this thing to leave. It's a good idea, right there. You are partially blind here. Uh, because the lights are hitting you so hard, and it went from basically a yeah. very dark room to an extremely bright room. How that's going to play out for you is for your next turn, you are going to take a minus 20 to any sort of, like, aimed attack. Even though okay. she's silhouetted, the lights have partially blinded you right now. So, next up, you just are in a bad spot here. <laughs> Oh, All right, and we're back to the top of the round. Yeah, receiver, you are up. I grab two of the floodlights and point them at the tunnel we came down. Okay, uh, how this room is set up, the lights are shining into the room, and yeah. the you know where you guys are and where the door are, if we're looking at like a clock, it's like 12 and 6. So the lights are already shining into the room and illuminating that other side. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. And where did it run? It I... ran... 
Did it run into that hallway or behind It the didn't run into the hallway. There was that little podium where like that notebook was and it's yeah. using the shadow to hide right now. Yeah. So it is okay. basically trapped in the center of the room. Gotcha. I'll point at the podium. Okay. Um, yeah. I'll try and I'll try and do, separate them a little bit so that there's like it it kind of overlaps on either side. It can't just slip out one way or the other. Okay. Yeah. I love uh, it. Shoot the podium. I would say with how they're positioned, I mean, they're already basically doing that. Light is cascading either side. Can, but can I, can I, 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 I want to flush it out into light. Oh, okay then. So you're trying to move the lights around it. Uh, yeah, just try to keep it in the light, basically. Okay then. Um, Make that shadow spot, spot smaller. You are going to need to pick shadow them spot. up and then move them, which I believe is going to be two separate actions if I'm reading through these correctly. Eh, it's just scooping up a light. I don't think that's gonna be a full action. Yeah, you scoop one up, the light's up. You have just enough cable to shine it around the side of the uh, desk there, and you shine it directly onto the creature and go ahead and do 4d6 damage to it. Nice. Okay, uh, 18, making up hey. for 18 past failures. of damage. Nice. Not a bad. I mean, if that was a D and D character, that's a fifteen in my in my strength score. It had eighteen health left. <laughs> you whip around, and I'm going to need you to make me a sanity check. I would. I was going to ask to make a sanity check. As you shine the lights directly on this creature, and he watches like every part of it like shoots into spikes, and then starts to bubble and foam this light you're like holding it right on top of it and it lets out this otherworldly shriek but you are looking at it like full frontal so go ahead and roll me a sanity check but it's a 75 over 67 i fail you fail okay then you are going to take 1d6 sanity damage i did a test roll earlier Mm -hmm. to get to my dice roller and that one was an 11 so I just want everyone to know I'm not cheating. <laughs> uh, uh, do you want to roll it or should I roll it? Let's let's be the architect of my own undoing. Exciting. Okay, four. So I don't I don't have a breakdown. There you you go. take three points of sanity damage. Rhino, you are healed for one point of sanity damage. Ah. Actually, all of you are. As, by the rules of the game, destroying the unnatural, destroying an unnatural creature or object allows the agents to recover the minimum sand lost from encountering it, which is one. Mm -hmm. So, all of you, as this creature shrieks and dies, even though it is horrific and a truth of the universe is opened into your mind, there is a small, albeit small, reprieve that it is dead and it could no longer harm you. Or at least it appears to be dead. It's shriveled corpse forming sort of a, a, a jagged and ununiformed corpse. It bleeds out this black ichor onto the ground. Uh, but Alexandra is still up and she cries out in frustration as you kill it. And she's uh, still reaching for something. She says, that will not be the last and more are to come. Uh, next up, we have the horror, who is dead. Uh, next up, <laughs> Rambler, you are up. We still need information. Yeah. Christ, you're, the thing is, I don't have any weapons on me. Tackler. Oh. Tackler. A little. Yeah. I could. Uh, I'm just going to go for a football tackle. There I'm is just... a knife that is clattered to the ground oh, near yeah. you. 
I will yoink it. It's probably hella cursed. You pick up not? this sacrificial dagger uh, and oh, immediately goodness. take uh, 25 sanity damage. Oh, oh of course. No, <laughs> I think you hit your breaking point. No, yeah, uh, I think so. it's, it, there's, yeah, you pick up this dagger, and if I was a mean DM, I would have it be cursed, but it is just a fancy dagger. Neat. All right, <laughs> uh, you are going to move up to her? Uh, yeah, I guess I could. Okay, then. Well, or you can stay back if you want. Uh, if you move up to her, that will be your action. Yeah, I think I'm going to stay put because I know Remedy has a gun trained on her, and I don't want to get in the way of that. Alid. Okay, then. Next up is Remedy. Uh, I want to take the shot, but I, I don't... Can I do, like, a non-lethal shot? Is that, like, a valid... Yeah, it's a flesh wound. You can do either stun or flesh wound. Flesh wound is half damage at minus 40, but you aimed, so that's plus 20, so it's only minus 20. Or you can stun for a minus 20, which makes it even. Yeah, so then I'll stun. Alright, fire okay. roll. Okay! Uh, it was a 29 over 30. Oh my nice. gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Whoa. Okay then. I'm like, okay. And that was really incredible. You fire <laughs> off this shot right here. Rachel, you okay? That was just so like, oh fuck. Because I didn't expect to hit it. <laughs> I was like, well, there's no way. Proud of you, kiddo. So where are you hitting her to stun her, would you say? I would, I mean, like, I don't know. I don't know what that means, I guess. <laughs> You're shooting her with a gun, so that's... Yeah, like, I'm like a limb, an arm, like a leg or leg. Or an yeah, arm. okay. Then. I mean, legs you... can still be lethal, so probably outer leg. Yeah, outer leg. Okay. You uh, aim directly at her, and then at the last possible moment, you move your gun down, and you ring off a shot. Every bullet inside of this cave deafening as the sound bounces off of the walls here. Sorry. It's not my bullets. The bullet shoots out and rips through her leg there, the camera on the lower ground, and we get, like, the blood splatter as we see bone fracture out of her leg, and she collapses down onto the ground there, still panting and breathing, her arm uh, moving out from behind her back here as she is effectively stunned. Does that do, does it still do the damage or no? Or is the stun uh, just yes. the damage? Does... I believe you still do the damage though. Okay, right? I will roll it. But she is stunned. It is a 1d10 and it rolled an 8. Okay then, she takes that damage. Mark that down for her. She is fairly beat up at this point. She has taken two bullet wounds, and it is a miracle that she is still upright right now. <laughs> I was like, really, I know it was a non-lethal thing, but it was like, please don't be a 10 if she is a normal. We are effectively out of combat here. She is uh, in too much pain, I would say, to do anything in this moment. The creature lies smoking on the ground, the room now filled with an uncomfortable white light that is casting hard shadows all over the walls. Uh, one of those shadows is Alexandra, who is currently bleeding onto the ritual floor, her blood slowly trickling into that circular divot on the ground. No! Oh, no! Oh, no! No! no. I... 
I said outer lake. <laughs> Rhino's gonna go back and break the circle. That's yeah, what go. started off this whole thing. Go for it. Almost. I was trying to break up the circle. I'll get him. Rhino, you immediately grab that pickaxe. Why don't yep. you go ahead and give me another strength check here? I grabbed the right dice. That's a 29. That's a success. 29. You smash part of the circle, the blood trickling out on, further onto some stony floor there as you break this summoning circle. Good move. Good move. <laughs> He's going to toss the, the pickaxe to the side. It doesn't clatter to the ground and it silently hits the ground. He's just going to make his way over to Alexandra. Okay, then. You currently have a cracked rib, and it, not no mechanical things are happening to you necessarily, but I would say it is a little difficult to get around right now. Yep. In the, in the time that Rhino breaks the circle, I'm approaching gun pointed at her. She, like, turns to look up at you, hatred burning in her eyes right now. And she grits her teeth, a, a little bit of blood, like, trickling out from her lip there. It doesn't matter. You can't, her voice, normal now. It doesn't matter. You can't stop what has already begun. What has begun? Why would I tell you anything? I mean, stay alive a little longer? I don't know. It doesn't matter if I'm alive or not. Nyarthlatep has other speakers who can do the job for him. Eh, yeah, good point. And I'm going to pull off my glove and just shove it in her mouth so she can't speak anymore. Okay, are you guys also restraining her? Yeah. Yeah. I assume so, yeah. I was yeah. walking over to, like, pin her, cuff her. I think I have cuffs. You probably do. Okay, then. You guys cuff her, put her, uh, yeah, you guys put her in cuffs right now. Uh, sort of put her off to the side in the room there. Yeah, what, what, what I would like to know right now is you guys just went through this fairly harrowing combat here so i'd love to hear what's kind of going on in each one of your characters heads here um rambler let's start with you uh rambler's just thinking about how there's another one out there if not multiple more out there considering you know you have Mackenzie dead and jacob dead mm -hmm. so he's trying uh, to think of how yeah. they're gonna situate that well i'll remind you that Mackenzie's death, the wounds appeared that something yeah, had clawed out of, out of her. Whereas Jacob's wounds appeared as if something had clawed into him. But that's the thing. And he didn't have, he had slashes on his like shoulders where something had grabbed him. But he did not have slashes along his chest where both we have now seen, where the, the creature most likely clawed its way out of Mackenzie and you saw the creature claw its way out of Jackio. That's true. Very true. But there's no certain way of knowing. So he's just preparing for the worst. Yeah, that is true. There could be other victims. There could be other creatures. Uh, Receiver. I I think Receiver is is uh, panicked and like desperately looking around the room for a way to be useful and not finding one. Mm -hmm. uh, Remedy, you? Uh, so Remedy specifically, much like me uh is just kind of uh, running adrenaline right now uh remedy got you know the license to carry a gun and a gun and trained to use the gun after the last assignment um mm -hmm. so this was not the first time she's used it but the first time she used it like actively in like a situation she's just kind of just like i can't believe that happened of course she's trying to like maintain composure in front of everyone else but in her head kind of like me was just like 
crazy like laughing internally like I can't believe that happened mm-hmm. <laughs> and really glad I switched my dice today <laughs> um, but uh other than that if uh yeah if, if we have um you know her restrained then she's uh just kind of not dazed but kind of just in her head like oh okay mm-hmm. we just did that okay <laughs> and rhino you uh i think rhino's kind of just on autopilot right now uh, mentally he's fully checked out um just going over and over again in his mind that image of the other agent being basically dissolved Mm -hmm. by the blob and he's just thinking that could have been me just right now and so he like walked over to Alexandra and the rest of everybody but during this questioning he's just checked out he's not asking anything he's not really paying attention to the questions or answers that are being asked he's just kind of standing there maybe menacingly he is kind of a big dude but he's not he's not an active participant in this whatsoever okay and he's kind of got his hand on his rib a little bit totally understandable I love all of that receiver kind of like once the ringing dies down stumbles, drops her backpack on the ground, rifles through it, pulls a little first aid kit, stumbles past, kind of maybe bumps Remedy in the shoulder, not like off balance, but just like, you know, brushes past you and like starts shakily trying to open the first aid kit and, and get at Rhino's, you know, pull pull his shirt open and under cool. the body armor. Are you wearing body armor? I assumed you were wearing body armor, but I don't know that. So that's, I kind of leave that up to Sky. Technically, it's in what my armor and gear is. I have Right, because you're a SWAT but guy. it's up to you whether or not I have it. I think that if you were going in tonight, you would have you would have put that on before. We had a thing last time where, like, we grab all or our gear. Or you would have, what I assumed was you would probably put it, like, in the truck. And then when receiver left, then you would probably slide it on underneath all your coats and stuff like that. Yeah, I have tactical body armor, which I think is, like, then it reduces damage by four. That's a what? That's amazing. I That's could be wrong because like oh my, God. my total armor is six because I technically have a helmet too. Um, I didn't calculate everything. Out, but let me double check that math. The only way to get rid of armor is through like things that damage armor. Okay, so instead of the yeah, so it, it, even though it did happen, I would still say it still cracked a rib. The damage oh, yeah. could have been way more severe. Uh, and you actually, in that moment, rather than taking six, you took one point of damage. Okay, so I put my first aid kit. I I start to pull open your shirt, and maybe remedy helps. But then I like, oh, you're fine, and I put the first aid kit away. Yeah, I was gonna say. Well, I I I mean, seeing you, like, not not that that would be quote unquote out of your element, but not really what you're like there to do. Um, I would probably like take you know grab your shoulder and be like, hey, it's okay, I got this. Like something like that, and then once seeing that there wasn't as much damage, then uh, <laughs> then be like, oh, never mind, we're fine. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I mean, we can still do a first aid. There's no, there's no reason not to. We risk, well, yeah. we risk, we risk more damage if we fail. But I assume you have good first aid. Yeah, yeah. So if you just want to give him like a little, little tummy rub, it's a ninety. So. <laughs> Do you have a 90 first aid? Uh, yeah, yeah I, I think job. you're fine just to That's do it. <laughs> Helpful. You give him uh, some aspirin. Roll a d4. Yeah, go ahead. Roll a d4. I mean, I can't go above my maximum, so. Two. 
I healed that one. <laughs> hey, Come that in. one might save your life later. Honestly, it might. Yeah. Uh, okay, so actually, so if we're not doing first aid, receiver will then stumble off down the hallway we came down. Uh, I'm going to go to the, the number pad door, mm-hmm. and I'm going to close it and try and disable the mechanism so people can't walk in after us again. Okay. Uh, you do not know if there's another exit to this place. I, I Receiver is assuming that if she can disable the mechanism from here, she can probably get them out. Uh, and if not, well, that's Delta Green for you. Okay. All right. Uh, go ahead and do it. Dying alone in the cave. That's Delta Green for you. Uh, so that's a 14 <laughs> under what I assume is my craft microelectronics. Yes. Um, which uh, is a success. Okay, cool. You start tinkering away with it, and you realize that there is a safety mechanism that will basically permanently lock the door if you had triggered it, meaning that there also would have been no way for you guys to get out from the other side. Right. If you had failed this roll, that would have happened. However, oh. you didn't. Phew. Oh. So you managed to disable it on one side, but you are still able to leave through this door. However, once the door closes, the only way to get through it is through taking, you know, the door down itself, which yes. is excessively difficult to do from the other side. This is a solid steel door. Sorry, I don't understand. So do I think I can or cannot easily get us back out? You can get out. You okay. can get out. But if you leave and you then, then come back, and then come back, you will have That's mucho fine. problems. Not planning on it. Yeah. Guys, I did something within my skill set. Hooray. Hooray. <laughs> uh, so I come back and I'm just like, you know, I assume everyone's kind of brushing up just like, uh, okay, uh, tunnel secure. Really should have done that the first time. Let's let's uh, collect what we can here and we got to we got to keep going. Yes. Sounds good. What do we do with that? And I point at uh Alexandra. <laughs> well, nothing should be coming after us from that direction, so if we go, if we keep going down the other tunnel, uh, presumably she'll be stuck here. Uh, I don't really feel comfortable bringing her with us because she could break out and cause us trouble. Yes. She suffered um, two high-velocity injuries, and I, I, I leave it to your medical expertise, but I don't think she'll be getting up anytime soon. Yeah, did you patch her up from those, or did you just leave no. her? Ble- okay, then. Oh, no, you didn't. No, I haven't. I haven't done anything to her yet. I mean, I like. I, I guess that's kind of where I'm at. I'm like, I don't know whether, like, she's not going to help us. But. I mean, she won't help you. But if you don't patch her up, she will bleed out over time. Doesn't matter how light the wounds were; like, they will. You know what? Then I will make sure she's uh, patched up. So just in case she dies and turns into another monster, that doesn't mm-hmm. happen. Okay. <laughs> I mean, simply just like wrapping them and putting, you know, making like a tourniquet or something like that. Yeah will be enough here. Uh, and your skill is high enough. We can say that you just do it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I'm just... just I'm, I'd wrap her leg. Just... Okay. Eh, no, maybe a tourniquet. Tourniquets suck. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> make, her, make her squirm a little bit. <laughs> yeah, no, let her have a tourniquet suck. for a couple hours there. I mean, if we just put a tourniquet... Yeah, I mean, let's... You want to take her leg off? Like. She don't need it. She don't need it. She doesn't need she that leg. Need, she doesn't need yeah. it. She's kind of evil. <laughs> A little bit. Valid. Well, you smidge. all are in this ritual chamber. The curtain in the back there that had that symbol of Nyarlathotep is now pushed to the side. The ritual book still sits open on the table. Uh, that knife is in Rambler's possession here, and there is a pile of mining equipment to the side. You have two sets of floodlights right now. Uh, basically, four lights 
two batteries making two sets of lights. Okay. In the center of the room is that smoldering corpse of that strange creature. What do you guys do? I think Rhino's just staring at it. Does it do any good to investigate the corpse? Like, I don't know. Can I, you... yeah, can I take a look at the corpse? I just, I don't know what information I could possibly draw from it, but. Sure. You're going to examine it closer? Yeah. Okay, then. Uh, go ahead and give me, I think this would be science, biology, biology? unnatural, or forensics. Uh, I'm going to do forensics. That's okay. the highest. Uh, yeah, 51 success. Success. What information could you get from forensics here other than kind of the obvious? I mean, this is a creature from from some other plane of existence here. It is so beyond your understanding that it almost hurts to look at. As you examine it further, yeah, I'm going to need you to make a sanity check. Sure. And the only information that you're really able to discern from it right now is the obvious that light somehow has damaged it. I got a six. Six? So you pass. You're fine. Yes. Take no sanity damage. Cool. Do you guys progress down the tunnel? Do you take those ritual pages? Um, I believe we examined some of them. I don't know if we examined all of them last week. I think we We, did all of them. We did. We took pictures of all of them. Yes. Or do you try and interrogate Alexandra a little bit more? She's useless. Let's keep going. Yeah, I don't think she's going to give us anything. Yeah, I kind of feel that way. Okay. Um, I think we should take the book. Reno's just staring. Or hide the book. Can we burn the book? I don't know what that will do. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Should I stab the book with the ceremonial knife? Ooh. Kill the book? That sounds, sounds, you know, some very uh, Ash Riddle crab right there. (laughs) Receiver says, like, okay, now that we're, 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 we're in hot, like, just destroy it all. Like, any occult thing in this room needs to go. Well, I mean, I don't know. I, would Delta Green make good usage of that book? <laughs> would that be something for them to take? I th- I think the greater concern is that it doesn't get to Delta Green. Now look who's not following protocol. Interesting. What? What's up? You said you don't want it to get to Delta Green? No, I, I said the greater concern is that it doesn't get to Delta Green. Like, if oh, we all die, it's a double negative. <laughs> oh. It's not a double negative. No, no, it's one negative, but yes, no. It's, it's if we die and then it doesn't, yeah. Then they have a book of yeah. magic spells still. I think we should destroy I it. I stabbed this, the book. I'm not speaking in character voice, but like, receiver, receiver is a little sterner on this than, than the other stuff. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, Dave, do you stab, stab the book? I will Please. stab the book. You stab this three-ring binder with a knife, and yeah, you in, you embed it easily through the plastic there and the pages I within. It was just a three-ring binder. It's not a book; it's a three-ring binder. But the pages <laughs> just are made skin of pages. Yeah. Do the pages bleed? Um. Oh God. Do you open the binder to find out? Sure. Why not? You open. You rip the knife out, and yeah, you open the book and you see that where you cut. Not flowing, but is now dried blood. Uh, oh. Staining the pages. Oh, that's Thanks, cool. It doesn't. It. That's interesting. That's really interesting. Um. Uh, okay. Can we can we burn it now? Yeah. yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. You start a fire in this small enclosed space. Mm, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> 
can we shred just touching the pages is fine receiver will rip the we'll just try to rip the pages up okay then uh please make me a uh what is this going to be make me a power check i can roll dice uh that's a 27 under 70 that's a success very good okay then um go ahead and roll me a d4 four okay then you take two temporary damage to your power stat as forces try and stop you from ripping those pages beyond your control. Mm. And you are able to rip up one of the six pages. Uh, which okay. one? Um, yeah, what, actually, yeah. Which one did you rip up? It's just we go in order. So the uh, the messenger one, I think, was the first yep. one. Yeah, Immortal Messenger. That was the first yeah, one. that's smart. Um, okay. You feel a weight pressing on your mind, and there is some part of you that is a little bit weaker that wants to give up a little bit more. I really, um, I don't, I don't like touching that. Um, okay, okay. Uh, let's. Uh, we take it. We take it, and we risk getting it out. Okay, but if we're all gonna die, then uh, I'm gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna trash it. Oh god. Cool. Okay. Do you all head down? Uh, down that the back tunnel. tunnel? Yeah. I think, I think so. before we go, this entire time, Rhino has kind of been staring off behind that uh, that pedestal where the book was and where this creature is still kind of smoldering. And as everybody's getting ready to leave, he turns to Alexandra and says, there are two kinds of people who join these kinds of cults, in my experience. There's the people who think that they can attain some semblance of power, through manipulation, and then there's the desperate. And I want you to know, doesn't matter which one of them you are, this is going to end, and you're going to fail without having any power. Ooh. She's going to walk out. That is good. She stares at you, and she's, like, trying to say something through the gloves shoved in her mouth, but she can't. Damn, that's so good. You heal another point of sanity. That's so good. (laughs) <laughs> as like a little bit of confidence <laughs> is restored back to you in that moment. Rhino's getting his groove back. You all head down that back tunnel. It is smaller than the other one. This section of the tunnel is five feet high and four feet wide. So most of you, actually, I think all of you are going to have to duck through parts of this section here. It zigzags through the ground here, weaving for a long time. You walk in pitch blackness with nothing to light it but your flashlights here. I, Rhino, you're most likely taking the lead again here? Yeah, I would assume okay, so. Then. All right, then. Who's taking the back? Receiver again. No, I'm going to be second. Receiver, you're in the back. Yeah, same order as last time, it looks like. Occasionally pointing your flashlight behind you, maybe a little bit of fear that that creature will somehow resurrect itself and come after you. But there are no noises from behind you. As you walk down this tunnel, you notice a few things about it. One, the walls are much more jagged in this tunnel. The floor is dirt and there is debris as if this had been mined out whereas the ritual chamber seemed like it had been there for decades if not maybe even a hundred years 
this section seems like it has only been around for a couple years, maybe. Less than a year, you're not quite sure, but it is certainly more recent. The other thing that you notice is a power cord running along the ground uh, that had come off of the string lights in the previous chamber that is running alongside of you. Uh, just hundreds of feet of cable there. The final thing that you notice is along the dirt floor are dozens of footprints going back and forth, as well as what looks like cartwheels or dolly wheels that have made running tracks along the ground in the dirt. And then you notice the smell as you continue forward. A metallic, rotting smell. Something that you might have smelled if you had ever been out back of, like, a butcher on a particularly gruesome crime scene. A, it is blood, and it is not fresh. You continue walking down this hall further and further into the darkness, that smell getting more and more overwhelming as it fills your senses. I assume if you have a cloth or something, you cover your mouth eventually as the stench just gets worse and worse the further you go along. Rhino, you are up in the lead, and you see that the tunnel widens in a little bit, and there is a dull red glow emanating back towards you of another one of those work lights. And as you walk forward, you see that it opens up into a small room here, making sort of a triangular room where there are two paths that lead off to the left and the right as the walls taper out towards those exits that lead further underground. The room is about 20 feet in diameter. The tunnels here are six feet high and 10 feet wide. You also notice that on the floor seems to be water in this red light. No, it smells way too bad. And you notice that the entire floor in this section of the cavern is flooded with blood. Oh. Oh. And it stretches off to the left and the right. Um, everyone give me intelligence. Just straight intelligence. Okay. Ah, oh, just barely succeeded. 49 under 50. I barely, uh, barely missed a crit, but I succeeded. My dumb butt thought I failed, but no, it's a 39 over 75. <laughs> Those of you who succeeded realize that the direction that you have walked in, you are currently under the Moosehead Lodge. And as the camera moves away from all of you and stretches down one of these tunnels, moving along this floor, flashing in and out with these red lights, we see something large and with a clawed foot step into that pool of blood. And that is where we'll end our session this week. It's okay. It's not a hunting horror. It's just a T-Rex. <laughs> <laughs> don't move. The pool of blood in front of you guys uh, ripple out. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you all for listening so much. Why don't we uh, jump right into some advancements here? Uh, Rhino, did you fail anything? So th- I have a question. Yeah. I succeeded the dodge roll, but I failed 
the encounter with it. Does that count as a fail? That does not count as a fail. You still succeed. Then no, I did not fail anything. Okay. Uh, Rambler. Nope. I'm once again perfect. Ooh, Remedy? I did not fail. Oh, my God. And Receiver? I actually did my job this time. Holy crap, no one failed anything this week. Good job, guys. No one learned anything from this experience. (laughs) (laughs) It feels like it should have been a learning experience, but in the end, it really wasn't. No, next is the learning experience. (laughs) Does anybody have anything they would like to plug? Follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Majora's Rose for fun, streamy goodness, and follow me at Rachel Cordell on, you know, other social medias for me, you know, when I do things. For you. When I do things. Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you do those things. I do them sometimes. Yeah. L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Tintinzer. I also do things. Oh. Those things? Different Ooh. different, different, different things. things. Ooh, different things. Different do things. I do actually, wow. I mean, I do the same thing every now and then, but very rarely. Ooh. Well, that's exciting. Uh, jump over to Kickstarter and check out Blue Hundreds. We're trying to make that film happen. And... We need money to do so. Yeah. Uh, even if you don't have any money to, to give, that's fine. If you could share the link, that would also be extremely helpful. The more people that see it, the more money we can possibly raise so I can have a job acting. <laughs> Yay. 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 Actors. You like this podcast. You like yeah. popping in every week, but yeah. you have a couple you know things to say about it. Yeah, Why not leave a review? Or you know, send us an email. We like talking with you. No one does it. But when you do, it makes us real happy. So shoot us a message. We promise we and won't bite. Make sure you're keeping track of all of uh, receivers' codes because, as a reminder, if you are the first one to send us all of the correct, uh, correctly decoded codes, you could win yourself a set of dice, but you got to get those answers into our email at rpjesters at gmail.com. And next week will be the finale, so time to get it done, everybody. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Make sure you have them all composed and ready to go so that you can send out that email as soon as you know. Exactly. And that yeah. was a rhyme, and I didn't intend it to Ooh. be. Yeah. 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 You're a poet, and you didn't even know it. Oh, my God, more rhymes. I'm an ender, and goodbye. Hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. Veto. No, no. Veto this goodbye. That's it. That's that was it. weak. That was it. That, that was, was the weak. Goodbye. Was... I veto. I take my opportunity. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>